All right, so I'm a mother freaking dumbass, and I recorded this episode with my headset not on, and I had the volume up in my headset, so you can hear me talking double, essentially. There's a slight echo, uh, which fucking sucks, but I don't really fucking care, and I'm not going to re-record it, obviously, because I spent 40 minutes recording this. So, deal with it. Um, fuck you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, so I'll fix it for next time. My bad. Uh, alright, let's go. What's up? Welcome back to, uh, the Dead in- I'm Dead Inside podcast, also known as Kyle, Kyle Needs Therapy. Today's episode is brought to you by Skrillex. Yes, the dubstep music that you listened to in middle school for about two years and then decided that it was too annoying. Um, and then you stopped listening to it. And you would blast that on your little mini iPod Touch. Uh, you'd blast it and you'd rock out thinking this is fucking slit. Fucking slit? And I meant lit. It's fucking lit. Uh, yeah. Go listen to some dubstep and get some nostalgia, I guess. <laughs> Unless you currently listen to dubstep, because then you might. There's a good, there's actually a really strong chance that you do. It's a huge, uh, huge music, uh, market. So, uh, anyway. Let's go. Let's get it started. This intro of this song is way too long, so yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's not fucking coming. It's gonna take a long time, so I'm gonna not play all of that, and I'll save it for the end of this. Uh, well, hello, this is my podcast where I talk to myself. Um, <laughs> it's essentially, it's exactly what I'm doing. That's what any podcast is, unless there's two people. Uh, this is a podcast I made for myself that I can go and listen to in 30 years, and it's going to be fucking sick, and it's called Colony's Therapy, because I fucking probably do. Today's a, today's a jam-packed episode, I'm going to tell you that. Uh, lots of stuff in the news happening. Jake Paul is here to cure your anxiety. Uh, before I get into, wait, hold on. Um, I can book. I'm gonna bookmark this tweet. Okay. Uh, Jake Paul is here. He's gonna save your day. He's gonna just kind of fix it up for you real quick. <laughs> I want to get his exact uh tweet. Um. Um somewhere where is it what the well where is it did he delete it no fucking way it's the one i think he deleted it what a bitch oh finding his tweet i think he deleted it is he tweeted something about anxiety and then he deleted it because he's wow Wow. Um, okay, well, he essentially what he wrote is uh, anxiety is created by you. Um, that was pretty ridiculous. Okay, basically, he literally, literally said sometimes you just have to relax and anxiety will essentially just take care of itself. And you, you are the problem. Fuck you, fucking you, bitch. You, it's you. 
you're the fucking issue. That's essentially what he was saying, which is pretty fucked up. And then he goes on to say that he's spreading awareness. He's happy that people clowned his tweet because it's spreading awareness of anxiety. It's spreading wrong information. (laughs) That's all it's spreading. It's spreading the idea that if you have anxiety, you shouldn't do anything. You should just let it let it do its thing. And you should listen to the advice of this 25, four-year-old, I don't know how old he is, who got his all of his fame uh, from being an absolute idiot on the internet and being a essentially a jock that little kids look up to that fights people who he has problems with, um, that sexualizes people on his channel. Well, all for kids, you know. It's for the kids, you know, for the youth. He's sticking them, sticking it out for the youth. He's whipping it out for the kids. That sounds really bad. Um, wow. Um, but essentially, it's what he's doing, essentially. Uh, this man. And then, on top of all that, if it couldn't get any crazier, he's also selling real-life skills that the education system doesn't teach you. He's creating a movement. Let's peruse this website real quick. Financial freedom. Um, okay. Here's an interesting thing. On this website, it's Jake Paul, the financial freedom movement. How to live life on your terms, achieve your dream goals, and have financial freedom. The first 10,000 movement makers to take action and join receive insane bonuses. 10,000. He's thinking 10,000 people are going to pay 20 bucks a month. And then what? Under under that, he you know how, okay, some websites have they'll have watermark images essentially of like logos of companies that they've worked with. This is a brand new company and he has Forbes, Walt Disney Company, ABC, MTV, CBS, CNBC. And they're low-quality images of the logos, too. Um, okay, he was on Disney at one point. Is that why he's linking Disney? I'm sure he's worked with these companies, but I highly doubt it's with this financial freedom movement company. 100% that's because almost every single person that works at Forbes, Walt Disney, ABC, MTV, CBS, and CNBC, went to college, got a bachelor's probably in, you know, marketing, production, film, you know, software engineering, something. Uh, (laughs) And he's, quote, I've had enough of it. Fuck you. This dude, maybe he's just broke. (laughs) Maybe he's, which is really... Uh, funny that he's selling a course on how to live money free. Yeah, nineteen. Oh, it was forty a month. Now it's nineteen ninety nine. Oh, how what a deal! It's half off. It was never more than that. <laughs> this. F- oh my Jesus! It's just it's. Uh, he did this last time. Oh, and there's prizes oh 10 people get a personal shout out from him cool dude 
Shout outs get you literally nothing. You know what a shout out gets you? It gives you a it's, it gives you a high five, and you're like no one's no one. There's these um, there's this new uh marketing strategy that's going around that a lot of celebrities are using. This like Billie Eilish is using this. Big celebrities that don't need the money from these brand deals, so they must be insane money that they're giving these these people. And what you have to do is follow. You go to this account and you follow every account that that account is following. So you usually have to follow like 65 accounts and then you might earn and you might win an iPhone 11 or some AirPods. Essentially what's going to happen is people are going to follow those 65 accounts, they're not going to win and then they're going to unfollow the 65 accounts. Or they're just they're going to forget and until they see one of the posts in their feed and then they're going to unfollow the account. It's not gonna shout outs aren't aren't gonna get you anything. The only way the only the only way it did get someone something is an example of uh Jacksepticeye was shouted out by PewDiePie. But the only way that it worked is <laughs> Jacksepticeye was actually successful before then to some degree, and he had a potential, you know and and he was one of one of you know tens probably of you know maybe hundreds of people that he that PewDiePie has shouted out before. So it's not like everyone he shouted out is now you know rich and famous and friends with PewDiePie now. It's one dude, I think. That's w- one guy that it worked for. It's not gonna. It's just. It's not gonna work. <laughs> so he's. It's so weird. And also, he's selling a class. He's selling a course. And his whole thing behind it is that he doesn't like edu- the education system, which, guess what, is a bunch of courses that you take. It's just, it's it's hypocritical now where he's doing the exact thing that he doesn't want people to do. And the reason, like I said with the, with the CNBC... ABC, whatever, the partners that he's apparently with somehow. Also, this webpage is fucking awful. It is just so much scrolling. There's so much stuff on it that you just keep scrolling. There's no tabs. It's just one page has everything on it. One page. That's it. I'm trying to find the... There we go. ABC, CNBC, MTV. Those people... So, YouTube, Okay. How do you think it was made? People went through our education system, went to college for software engineering or marketing, and now they built YouTube. The internet, people, you can't just take a Jake Paul course and make YouTube. And YouTube is how he's a thing. Yeah, Disney, yeah you got to start on Disney, which was also built in the same way. <laughs> uh, arguably less in the same way because Disney is an older thing so yeah it's not you know it's, talking um, about the like, software engineering aspect of it um, the coding aspect of it Disney is more is less on that because that wasn't as, that wasn't as big of a thing when it was built initially but the thing shows he was on people went to school to produce those he just didn't do well in school and is blaming that on it 
He's blaming the entire system on the fact that he didn't do well in school. He's good. Like, he's fine. Isn't he not doing well? That's the thing that's funny, is he's probably not doing well. He's probably broke. He has so much... He has so many, like, houses and cars and probably people he has to pay for. And his lifestyle that he lives requires so much money. He's probably out of money. Like, YouTube... They cut Logan's money. All of it. I'm sure they're not far off from cutting Jake's as well, because he's not particularly portraying a, you know great character and i'm sure youtube notices that maybe maybe they don't i don't know it's i mean like geez scams in general with with youtubers and influencers like that can get they can get crazy fast there's this other one that i saw that it's not loading but this this girl uh, had like 600,000 followers on Instagram, was an Instagram influencer, which I think is, Instagram influencing is just strange. If you're only famous on Instagram, it's just pictures. It's so, like YouTube, I understand. You're making videos, you're creating content, even if it's dumb Jake Paul content. You're still, you know, I don't want to, you know, defend Jake Paul in any way. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying, you know, Content creator on YouTube, content creator on even fucking TikTok. You know, you're you're thinking of an idea and you're making a video and posting it. Whereas Instagram is just a picture of you, especially the models on Instagram. Like, it's just yeah. There is one guy on Instagram that I do like. That um, well, I mean, there's a lot that I do, but one that one that is is famous from his Instagram is Beeple. <laughs> um. And he, he, every single day for the past 12 years, he's made a render. So he goes on Cinema 4D and he makes this piece of art and then posts it on his, just on his page for 12 years. He hasn't missed a single day in 12 years. And these, these are great stuff. He doesn't backlog. He doesn't, you know, make, uh, you know, presets or whatever. It's not the same thing he's posting every day. It's new things. And he works on the day of, posts it the day of, for 12 years. That's, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> like, I, geez, dude, I'm, that's, I try to do one thing like a week and try to have it polished and done. Uh, and I can't even fathom doing what he does. It's crazy. So, like, that makes sense. He's putting, you know, a lot of effort in. He's working on something. But these Instagram influencers are just mostly just attractive and they're just, you know, uh, trapping, um, thirst trapping people into this. But I found this one Instagram influencer, a 22-year-old from New Jersey, accused of spilling, stealing more than a million dollars, 1.5 million, from her followers and local businesses. Oh, she has 300,000 followers and scammed over 45 people. <laughs> Only 45 people? 18 businesses. Okay. 1.5 million. Basically, what she told them to do, she would post. This is so fucked up. I mean, she would post pictures flaunting how much money she had. The reason she got the money was because she scammed these people. 
and she told them to drain their accounts and she would send them money. She said, if you got a bank account and are interested in making legal money, hit me up. So they would drain her, their account and then she would send a check from a company to them but then retract the check before it went through, so before it was flagged. So she would make a ton of money. From, she would steal their money and give them fake money. Basically, she they gave she gave they gave her twenty bucks and she gave them Monopoly twenty bucks. And and the the wackiest part about it is she would flaunt that money, which would make more people want to sign up. So she probably had like two people initially, and she's like, "Oh, okay, I got you know." 20,000 bucks from these two people or whatever. <laughs> I got 20 grand. I'm going to go buy a fucking, you know, Gucci and then flaunt it at these people who just gave me the money. They paid for it. I'm going to show it off to them. <laughs> and now these people are like bankrupt in debt, which for one, <laughs> for one, I have to, you know, think devil's advocate. You're kind of fucking stupid for giving some random Instagram influencer money, any any of these, Jake Pauls, any of these social media things that you have to, just don't give money to people online. Cut it right there. Don't give money to people online and you're good. It, it just doesn't make sense how you, I don't know. Like that and the whole like simp culture of people just giving, like old creepy man giving young um somewhat attractive uh, women uh, money. It's just so weird. Like the fact that people on TikTok, uh, you know, like 15-year-olds will put their Venmo. They're not even old enough to have Venmo. I think you have to be, you don't have to be 18 to have Venmo. They're putting up their Venmo and they're re receiving money, a lot of money. I, I watched this one, oh my God. This one, I popped in on a live stream of this one girl who was probably like 15, 16. And oh my God, it was, the live stream was, it was like probably 20 people, no, like 60 people in it, I think. And I was just, I, I was like, I, I, I accidentally clicked into it because if you, you're scrolling through the feed and then if someone's live you and you click on their profile picture, which is easy to click on because it's on the side of the page. So if I'm, I'm trying to scroll, but I accidentally click on it, it'll open up. It'll go directly into the live. So I'm just a part of the live now, unless I, you know, I click out. But I, I was like, okay, I'm going to click out of the live because I didn't mean to hop into it. Um, but then she started being, she started saying like, like, uh, like who, give me 10 bucks or whatever, or, or I'm going to end the live or whatever. She was like, she knew exactly what she was doing. She, it was so weird. She was so she was so desperate asking for money. She didn't end, she didn't end the live the entire time. I was on I was in it for probably like ten minutes. No, like five minutes, five ten minutes, like eight minutes. I'll say. Uh, it was a while ago, so I don't really remember. But she was asking so much. She was like, "Give me twenty bucks and I'll keep it going." You like, "Give me ten bucks." And she was talking to her friend like, on the live. She was like, "These dumb people are gonna give me money." No one did the entire time. But it was just, it was funny. It, like, laughing at her expense of how desperate she was asking people to give her money 
oh, it was so weird. But she, but also she's smart and she knows exactly what she's doing. She knows people will eventually give some money. But it was oh, I just I just hated that feeling. It's it's just so weird. Ask people asking for money. Uh, I don't know. Scamming and all that is so. It's just so odd. Man, this podcast is real. This has really been my therapy. This one. Wow. Me just bitching about people online. <laughs> um, I have nothing funny to talk about. I literally recorded this episode. I recorded the last one yesterday. Yesterday? Like two days ago? I don't remember when I did it. I think it was two days ago. So I'm fresh out. I don't, I don't have a ton of ideas, really. But, you know. Whatever. Um, I have an interesting story, though. So I'm in a English 101 class right now, and my English teacher gave gave us this essay to do. Uh, it's a descriptive essay, so we have to find someone who inter in, find someone who interests uh, interests us. I can't speak. Jesus, I've been up. I've got up early today for a job interview and a fucking interview or a meeting at my school. Um, and I went to bed at. Four got up at seven, so solid three hours of sleep. I wonder how long I can stay up on this, because um, I don't want to have coffee. I'm, I'm quickly getting distracted. Also going on a tangent, but I'm. This is. I want to talk about this. I am the person. If I go into this, this aviation career, oh, I'm gonna be drinking coffee so much. I am a person that would so easily get hooked on coffee. I'm very surprised. Very surprised. I'm. Not, I haven't like done any drugs of any kind. Like I haven't, I haven't done vape, you know, like extensively. I haven't done it, like small. But like you know, I haven't. You smoked. I haven't done fucking like Xanax. You know, any of those things. Very surprised because I'm, I'm. I feel like I could be, I could get hooked on it really easily and rely on it because coffee. I've noticed. Like I, I, I'll drink it in the morning sometimes, and I notice I'm working super fast. Like I, you know, I'm very creative. I'm like I have so many ideas. It's like it's great, and then I, you know, feel off. Like anxiety kicks in, and I'm, you know, but I'm I, I'm noticing that the positives of me working harder are making me realize like, um, oh, this is good, which is which it's not. It's bad. I shouldn't be, um. Yeah, I'm gonna burp. Jeez. Um. Oh god. Yeah. I'm so tired. Um. Oh jeez. Um. I'm realizing, like, I know it's bad. You should not drink coffee. Like my my one of my uncles, he would drink like two two pots of coffee a day, and he burned a hole in his esophagus. Um, which I shouldn't laugh, but he burned a hole in his esophagus esophagus because he had so much acidic coffee so much and oh man i would jeez it's like it's it helps so much but it hurts twice one step forward fucking running a marathon backwards it's um yeah i'm very i'm just very surprised that i never so far at least knock on wood um, have gotten you know i haven't really been presented with the you know means of doing it i have but i've just been good about turning it away which that was something that surprised me like in middle school they were they, they told us this over and over and over like people are gonna people are gonna offer you drugs people are gonna offer you this and it not 
maybe it wasn't cool enough, <laughs> which is funny. Um, no, I mean, but it's it, it's not like I. It's really easy to not do it. That's what I've noticed. I've definitely been offered things, it, like even in the like the locker room at school, offered like you know gummies and stuff like that, um, like edibles. People, someone brought a the the locker neighbor next to me brought a bowl, like a full on like a huge bowl, like a glass bowl full of gummy worms, and just brought it just brought it into school. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he was just pounding them away. Later, he uh, got arrested for domestic abuse charges because he drove his car into his girlfriend's car and he bit her ear. Up, apparently, that's what I remember from the story. Um, so crazy, dude. Uh, <laughs> crazy to curious to see what he's doing now. Um, but he, yeah, I, it's just I'm very shocked that I've never, never really got into it. Very happy also that I never really got into it. Um, once again, so far, like I, I, I'm very curious as well. Like I'm very curious, you know, if you smoke weed. How does that affect you? That's something that's always intrigued me, but I just never, you know, I'm too much of a pussy to do it, which is a good thing. Good pussy. That's, I hate that word. That. <laughs> um, fuck, what, I was, what was I talking about with the, um, the fucking shit? <laughs> um, I've talked a lot in this episode. I've, I said I had nothing to talk about, but I've really gone it. This is what I was talking about. English 102, English 101. My English teacher having us is having us doing this doing this essay on interviewing a intriguing person to us and to prepare for ourselves for the essay or whatever, we had to read three of her essays that she did in the same style and then write like, you know, answer like four questions about it. And two of them were okay. I read the first two. It was, you know, it was interesting. It was about, like, this um, going to visit her mom who was, like, you know, undercover. Not undercover, but, you know, an an old lady. Uh, she, but she had a facade of an old lady underneath. She was very, like, tech savvy. So it was interesting in that aspect where she works at, you know, a tech company. But she doesn't look like she would understand technology. But, you know, you look away and she's putting in her AirPods. So, that one was fine. There's another one. I forgot what it was. That one was okay. However, this last one was called The Beauty of Roadkill. And just from reading the title, immediately I was intrigued. Uh, immediately, also, I was very confused as what the fuck. What am I about to read? Uh, little did I know what I was about to encounter. This, so, my English teacher visited her friend who lives in the same town as me. Fucking great. Now I know that there's these weird people. <laughs> uh, basically, this woman is an artist. And sometime in the 70s, she's like 50 years old or so, sometime in the 70s, in the 70s when she was a kid, she sketched a dead animal for some reason. Don't know why, but she did. And it kind of stuck. She was intrigued. She liked it. Um... And now, she, whenever she drives past Roadkill, she has plastic bags in her car. She'll go out, scoop it up, and put it in her freezer, and then sketch it. 
I'll let you uh, compress that for a bit because that's a lot of information. Um, yes, this woman would go and fo- and sketch roadkill and made it a business. She later had an intervention where she had 101, 101 dead animals cryogenically, essentially, uh, if that's the right word, in her freezer. Freezing in her freezer. Dead animals. Squirrels, raccoons, chipmunks, rabbits, you name it. She's got it. (laughs) Just tons of animals. And 101. She could have made a Disney movie with the amount of ones. 101 Dalmatians. She could have... Bro, intervention for this. It's nuts. And it, it one line in the essay was like... Um, I don't want to say her actual name. We'll say like Steve Jobs. Oh, fuck. Steve Jobs is not a kook. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. Like the whole essay was her trying to justify or attempting to justify the fact that she's doing this, and it's pretty tough to justify that. Uh, it's kind of psychotic, kind of, but also it's it's weird. It's just so weird because it's like, okay, I mean, yeah, it's an art form, but it opens by they're driving to a Mexican restaurant and for like lunch and they pass roadkill and she's like, ooh, pull over. It's a good one. It's just the way that she describes the animals too because it's the, the way it's set up is – She's interviewing her, so she brings direct qu- quotes, direct quotes in from the essay of how she's describing these animals. And I, I want to, I really want to pull up one of these quotes. And it's so creepy the way that she explains her like draw towards these different animals. I think I have it here. Yeah, the beauty of roadkill. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, it's. Oh, my God. Oh, once they've been in there for a while, they kind of start melting in the bag. They ki- they turn dark, and everything looks like a brownie. That's what she's... Oh, that's what her son says. Like, what the... F- she had one where she... After the intervention, she said... She brought them into the freezer. She said, oh, no, wait. I snuck it into the house. Oh, boy. It's like, it's, yeah, it's just not road, it's all dead types. Um, I want to find um, a good quote of her explaining it. The details, you're, unless you're holding it, look at how those point, look how pointy those are. Fuck, dude. It was during the polar vortex, I was like, it's just so weird. I want to find like a good, um, oh, oh, here's, here's, okay, here it is. Um, so she doesn't tend to draw the animal. This is her husband saying this. She doesn't tend to draw the animals she picks up because her paintings are of larger animals like bison or elephants or sometimes owls and crows. She uses the small animals to learn their skeletal structures and joints. (laughs) 
So she she dissects these animals, learns she dissects these roadkill, learns the structure of the animals, and then sketches. What? Man, it's just odd. I was reading this and I was like, "What the, f- what the fuck am I reading?" It's long too. It's a really long text piece of it's art. Yeah, and it's weird how she's this, the author. Uh, my my teacher, my English teacher, um, is. I, I don't want to say trying to defend because I'm like, okay, it's your art form, whatever, go for it. It's not. I'm not saying it's you know the end of the you know you're not murdering people. It's not like a terrible thing. It's just odd, but it's, the way that she's trying to defend is is really interesting. Uh, and I actually found it really. I was surprised. I was like, oh, I gotta read these fucking bullshit ass four articles and answer questions. What is the main point of the essay? What is the indirect informal thesis? Uh, but then I was like, this is fucking great. I'm gonna read this. Uh, this is fucking hilarious to me, which also shows how dead I am inside. But whatever, I don't fucking care. Yeah, that's just a crazy thing I wanted to share with my future self. Fuck, man. What else, man? That's it. This has been a full episode. Wow, lots of not very funny, um, not very lighthearted, uh, very dark, but you know, whatever, dude. <laughs> um, what else is happening in the news? Coronavirus is fucking. A thing is that gonna? I'm very, I'm very curious to see uh, if that is, if that is a thing that happens that is, that is as of an issue as it is now. Good example: the Ebola virus, Ebola, whatever. I don't know if it was a virus, whatever it was, flu. I think that's the same thing. Um, that was a massive thing. That was like, oh my god, the fucking apocalypse is happening. And now it's like, I forgot almost about it. <laughs> it was such a small thing. It's because one of my friends I was talking to about the coronavirus, and it's, he's like, yeah, it's just another flu. It's just another flu that, that they didn't know, and now they named it. Now it's a big thing. So is it just a flu that is, you know, a little bit more deadly, or is it a mass extinction event? You know, a lot of people are, it, the thing that is crazy, though, about it, that didn't happen with Ebola, or at least not to my knowledge, is China's covering up statistics about it. So they're saying, you know, for example, this isn't true, but 300 people died when actually 1,000 people died. And they're, like, rushing people to um, crematoriums and whatever. (sighs) And they're, like, not supposed to because they're... It's just... Wow, dude. Um... I watched this movie last night, which I probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> um, because I I got up at six and I went to bed at three, probably slept probably at like three thirty four, so it was two hours of sleep um, for a very important job interview for a very important school meeting. Um, for now, this podcast, fucking sick. <laughs> Um, I watched this movie. It was called um, I Am Mother. I think that's what it's called. It's a Netflix show. It was independently independently produced, which you wouldn't expect when you watch it. It's very well produced. CG, CGI effects are great. Um, like the acting is pretty good. It's you know, only two characters, but you know, 
it's the way that they did it is they had like a this it's basically a story uh, without spoiling is there you know there was a mass extinction event on earth and now this robot after the extinction happened it it went online this robot and it has tons of embryos and you know fetuses and whatever in this like chamber and its mission is to take these and train a new species of humans that won't fuck up that's the main premise and then it, it um it all like goes to shit when the human the only human that's alive in this like testing facility finds another human not in the outside not in the testing facility uh, that's all i'm going to say about it but the uh it's really interesting you should watch it if you haven't which i it's me listening to this but watch it again it's pretty interesting um <laughs> uh it's it's really the CGI is really good it's um especially for an independent film which doesn't have a big budget for CGI they basically what they did is they had one suit for this main robot that they used so it was half practical half computer generated and so they would do some of the they had a full suit with a man with some dude in the suit playing the mother and he would like he would walk around and do stuff and they would and you know they'd animate some stuff on him um you know like maybe lights or you know things moving pistons or whatever but then for some shots they'd have like computer com- completely computer generated it's so interesting to see to try and pick out the different shots that were okay this one's CGI okay this one's real like one of them running is obviously CGI but then like a hand moving is not it's 100% real it's so weird. Or like, a, it, you know, a, it, it holds a baby at one point and that's real. Um, ah, it's so, it's so, it's pretty crazy. Um, but it's a definitely, it's definitely pretty interesting movie to check out. All right, we're at 37. We're coming to the end. Thank God, I'm so goddamn hungry, dude. <laughs> um, I got to close it out. I don't want to do conversation starters. I really don't. But I do think I have a Reddit thing to talk about. If I am correct. Um, maybe I'm not. I probably am wrong. Um, oh, this is just a dumb thing of weirdest things people have said during sex, which I thought was funny. Um, um, no, they're just done. Hi, welcome to Chill. These are just stupid. Never mind. Fuck. I don't know. I have this one story that I think I said. I gotta go listen to an older podcast because I don't want to repeat things. Not that it really matters, but I'd rather not just repeat the same stories over and over again. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever. Uh, I think I'll just wind this down. I got thirty-eight, thirty-eight min- minutes. <laughs> um, I'm so hungry. I don't even know what I'm gonna go eat, but I'm gonna. Find something. Find something to snack on. You know what I mean, dude? Just fucking find something. (laughs) Two minutes. One minute. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Go fucking. What was the the company that I. What was the brand deal? The fake brand deal? Fucking shit. Um, God damn. What was it? I actually can't remember. Wow, that's really weird. 
Um, this is how dead I am inside. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for listening. Go use my code. Jesus. Go use my code. Um, whatever the fuck it was. I don't remember. My dog's looking at me. Um, go use the code. Fucking check it out. I'm going to play this song again. Uh, it's Exhibit C by J Electronica. Great fucking tune. <laughs> uh, you should go check it out. I have to actually bring this a little bit longer because it won't be 40 minutes then. So let me just stall for a bit. What's new with you? Is it going good? You fucking all your life goals achieved? <laughs> um, what's new with me? Well, I already you already know. I'm going to Tennessee in a week, two weeks, a week and a half. A week and a half. That should be interesting. I just got a haircut. It fucking sucks. I just want to go get a haircut. And after I'm done with the haircut, just not just be done. Okay, new haircut. I'm set now. Instead, I have to take a shower every time. I'm always nervous that it's gonna, it looks fucking awful, which it does every single time. But that's that's the thing that I do every time I get a haircut because I go to Great Clips, which is just you get a different person every time. It's like 14 bucks for a haircut, super cheap, and it's gonna not be that great, contrary to the name. And it's just different every time. Uh, it's a different haircut every time, so I have to, you know, live with a different haircut. Um, and it's like a challenge, you know? I gotta switch it up, I guess. That's my plan behind it. I don't know if I've ever even gone and I'm after, I'm like, oh, I like this haircut. Like right now, it looks like I have, I'm wearing a French, one of those like uh, hats that like sits on your head. Beret, I think they're called. It looks like I'm wearing one of those. From If you look at me from far away, it looks like I'm wearing a brown one on my head. It just looks bad. All right, I'm going to close this out. Uh, I'll catch you in the next episode. It probably will be next month or so. I'm going to try to get a bunch of ideas. I'm going to try to get Reddit stories or something to talk about. Um, something fueling. Maybe I'll just do topics. Like This one went pretty fast because I talked about Jake Paul. I bitched about that for 20, 30 minutes. I talked about influencers and scams and stuff. But we'll see what I talk about next time. Uh, Yeah, my stomach is fucking growling, so I'm goddamn hungry. I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. Yeah. Okay.